Good morning, folks. It's your boy, Sports PSP. Welcome to an episode of Commander's Demand. Today's episode of Commander's Demand, we're going to talk about the Commander's predictions um, and my expectations for the Commander's versus Eagles game. Who needs to step up? What are the keys in order for the Commanders in order to beat the Philadelphia Eagles and so much more? And, of course, we're going to talk about some other things regarding the Washington Commanders. So please stay tuned because Commanders Demand starts right now. You're watching Commanders Demand with your host. You're watching Commanders You're watching Commander's Demand with your host, Sports PSP, exclusively on the Grid Network. Good morning, folks. Um, again, apologize for the technical difficulties. Um, actually, at a time right now, I'm actually in New Orleans, to say the least. Um, having my time in New Orleans, what better way to go to one of my favorite cities to visit to? I was actually in town just to see the Beyonce concert Wednesday night. It was an incredible performance by Beyonce. Um, enjoying the wonderful lifestyle here in New Orleans, the food, the museums, everything else, man, I'm having a blast. So um, again, apologize for the technical difficulties, but I hope everyone is enjoying a wonderful morning. It's Friday, two days away before football. So what better way to talk about football than talk about the commander's predictions versus the Philadelphia Eagles? Um, and, Commanders, they're coming off an embarrassing loss last week to the Buffalo Bills, 37-3. to And um, the Commanders, it's week four. They're on the road. They're going up against their arch rivals, the Philadelphia Eagles, the reigning NFC, NFC champions. Um, currently, the Eagles lead the NFC East division. They're 3-0. Second on the list is the Dallas Cowboys at 2-1. Washington is third. They're tied with Dallas at two and one. And then fourth is New York Giants in one and two. So as I look at the Commanders versus Eagles game, actually, believe it or not, the Commanders, they're an eight-point underdogs against the Philadelphia Eagles. So the chances are for the Philadelphia, uh, chances are for the Commanders to win this one. Look. It all comes down to the commander's offensive line. How are they going to protect Sam Howell? Last week against the Buffalo Bills, Sam Howell was sacked nine times in that game. Nine times. And he threw four interceptions. One of them was a pick six. And also Antonio Gibson lost the football. Washington cannot have that same issue going up against the Philadelphia Eagles defense. And by the way, Washington, good luck. If you thought Buffalo's defensive line, you thought that was bad, wait till you go up against the Eagles' front line. Led with Fletcher Cox, 
Brandon Graham, uh, and of course, Jalen Carter, who the Eagles stole with the ninth overall pick going back to that draft. And just look at the numbers according to pro football reference. Our top 10 in the NFL in defense and team defense, they are 10th. In terms of passing defense, they are 24th defense in the NFL. The Bills versus the Commanders. The key things that I took from the game was not only we didn't do a great job of protecting the football and not only um, protecting Sam Howell, but the other thing that we also didn't do is that we didn't establish the run as much. We have to establish the run. Even though the Eagles right now, it's only been three games, they lead the NFL in stopping the run. We got to establish the run more. We have to have a more balanced offense. You cannot ask Sam Howell to go to be Patrick Mahomes, to throw the football 30 to 40 times a game. I'm sorry, that's just not the way that's going to work. That way is just not conducive to winning. I'm sorry, it's just not. So when I look at this team, I just don't see it. I mean, if Eric Bieniemy, he's going to have to come up with a different game plan, a different strategy in order for Sam Howell to flourish. This is not Kansas City. Sam Howell is not Patrick Mahomes. As good as Sam Howell is, he is no Patrick Mahomes as a talent. But I believe Sam Howell could be better utilized if you run the ball more. And on top of that, you it comes with the offensive line. They have to find a way to protect them. In three games so far, Sam Howell has been sacked 19 times. 19 times this season. Currently, he's the most sacked quarterback in the NFL as we speak. So if Washington has any chance of pulling off this win, the offensive line they have to protect Sam Howell. And also, Sam Howell has to get rid of the football. He can't hold on to the football that long because Washington's offensive line is not good enough, especially going up against the Eagles' front line. So if Washington, if they have any chance, any shot of winning this game, they have to fucking protect Sam Howell better, and Sam Howell's just going to have to get rid of the ball. And Eric Bieniemy is just going to have to draw up some plays. Establish the run a little bit more. With Brian Robinson, get Brian Robinson more incorporated in the offense. He's looked better so far than Antonio Gibson as far as running the football. And then, of course, turnovers. You're not going to win too many games by giving up the football. And the past three games, we've given up a total of eight turnovers. The Arizona Cardinals game, we gave up three turnovers, an interception, and two lost fumbles. Now, the game against Denver, in which we had to come back from an 18-point deficit, zero. And in the game against Buffalo, five. We're giving up more than two, more than two turnovers a game. We can't win that way. Our offense, for the most part, has been sloppy. Sloppy with turnovers, sloppy with protecting the football, sloppy with getting rid of the football, just sloppy, pure football.
and us to win. Sorry, if I can... Again, folks, still dealing with technical difficulties. Top 20 in the NFL in team offense. And if you look at um, our passing offense, we're 25th. But we're not that great as far as throwing the football. So I just think we're going to have to balance the offense more. Eric Bieniemy, stop throwing the football as much. Eric Bieniemy, and I get it, he comes from the Andy Reid coaching tree. You know, Andy Reid likes to throw the football more than run the football. But Washington, they're not known for throwing the football as much currently. Our best skill set is running the football, establishing the run more. And if we do that... I think we have a greater chance of winning the game. And, of course, we have to protect the football. Then here are some other things that um, Washington needs to do better. The defense, we got to find a way to get after Jalen Hurts. Now, why do we have to get after Jalen Hurts? Because Jalen Hurts, even though Philly's offense, and I must admit, if you look at Philly's offense the past couple of Games. If you look at against the Patriots, if you look at against the um, Minnesota Vikings on Thursday night, and if you looked at them Monday night against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, their Eagles offense, they have been struggling. What they've been doing well outside of running, outside of passing, no, I'm sorry, what they've been doing well on offense is running the football. DeAndre Swift, these past couple of games, he's had over 100 plus yards rushing. Jalen Hurts has been the best passer. And if you look at the Eagles right now, offensively, Rush subpar performances. He doesn't look like the same Jalen Hurts compared to last year when he was in the discussion for the MVP. The Eagles, however, they have an elite running game. And DeAndre Swift, if you look at him, 45 carries for over 300 yards, nearly seven yards a carry and one touchdown. So what Washington, what they're going to have to do is they're going to have to figure out a way to neutralize the run, to take away the running component of DeAndre Swift and just make Jalen Hurts beat them. And Jalen Hurts does not look like the Jalen Hurts. Hurts, the passer, I think if for opportunity of winning this game, we just have to take away the run. Take away the run, and we're going to have to take away Jalen Hurts' ability as far as running football. Now, the commander's defense hasn't been as impressive compared to last season. And by the way, last week against the Buffalo Bills, against Josh Allen, who was also a mobile quarterback as well. Not one time in that game we had a sack. So that's very disappointing. I would like to think this time our Washington's defense is going to step up. I would like to assume that our defense has to play better compared to last week because how much worse could it get? And the other problem that I've been having with Washington is um, our secondary. 
we have to deal with A.J. Brown, and we also have to deal with Devontae Smith, one of the best, number one, number two, one of the best wide receiver duos in the NFL. So I don't know how much is it going to be for Washington in order to take away those components out of the football game. And the Washington's D-line is going up. It's just going to be a lot for us to deal with if we are Washington. We just have to play aggressive. I think in order for us to step up and win, we just got to win over win the turnover battle. And look, Washington, they may have a chance because, again, arch rivals, even though that the Eagles are an eight-point favorites, let's not forget last year the Commanders went on the road against the Philadelphia Eagles, and it was nationally televised football game on Monday Night Football, and the Commanders actually won. And the reason why we won that game is because we were able to get after Jalen Hurts. We were able to commit turnovers. We were able to manage the clock. So our defense, we just kind of have to do our best to put our offense in the position. And we just have to get after Jalen Hurts, and we have to stop the run. Because if Jalen Hurts is unable to do it as far as throwing the football and as far as running the football, because, again, he is a dual-threat quarterback, we have to take away DeAndre Swift. And I think Jalen Hurts is going to have to throw the football at least 40 times. I think that's the only way for Washington, if we have any chance of winning, we just have to take away the running component of DeAndre Swift and Jalen Hurts, and we're just going to have to make Jalen Hurts throw the football 40 times. Because if you look at these past three games, Jalen Hurts hasn't been playing as well compared to last season. I think that's the only way for Washington's defense to help out the offense. So that's where I really think, where I really have as far as with the predictions part. And I think I have, let's see if I have a little bit more right here. But again, yeah, like I said before, folks, protect Sam Howell. Because, look, Sam Howell's been the most sacked quarterback in the NFL. This is his first year. With the team, this is his first year as he's actually this is his first year as a starter. So, again, he's a young quarterback. He's going to make mistakes. So I expect Sam Howell to struggle. Then, of course, we got to run, establish the ball a little bit more, despite the fact that the Eagles. Are the number one rushing defense in the NFL. We have to establish the run and I'm going to put a lot of this on Eric Bieniemy. Because, again, thank God he is our offensive coordinator. Thank God he's the one responsible for calling the plays because I told you all how I feel about Ron Rivera. As much as I like him as a leader, I just don't trust him as far as his clock management and stuff like that. And hold on. I got a comment right here from my boy Patrick L. Brown, works on the Grid Network. Um, he said, Washington has Philly's number in primetime. I'll take to the commanders to hand Philly their first loss. Uh, Patrick, um, good luck with that. I don't, I really have no faith in the commanders whatsoever in this game. 
And also it's going to be one o'clock. I don't think it's not going to be nationally televised or anything like that. So it's not going to be that type of game. And then he also responded playing with pace and control of the clock. Yeah, I mean, Washington, in order for them with pace and control of the clock, it all comes down to taking care of the football. These past three games, Patrick, the commanders have given up eight total turnovers. I mean, we've given up three lost fumbles and five interceptions. We can't win that way. I mean, normally we're not going to win games like the one against the uh, Denver in which we came back from an 18-point deficit. So, Patrick, I mean, I understand with paying the place and control the clock. Yes, I think that's the best way in order for the commanders to win this one. But we have to win the turnover battle. We can't commit too many turnovers. And on top of that, we have to do a better job protecting Sam Howell. I mean, right now, Sam Howell, like I said, in three games, he's been sacked 19 times. That is also on the offensive line because the offensive line isn't good enough and they haven't been doing their part in protecting him. But at the same time, that's also on Sam Howell because he, again, is a young quarterback. This is his first year as a starter. So he's going to make some mistakes. He's going to hold on to the football a little too long. And also what Eric, and like I said, what Eric Bieniemy has to do, establish the run a little bit more. This is not Kansas City's offense. Sam Howell is not Patrick Mahomes. Washington's offense is not prone to throwing the football as much, even though we have a very excellent wide receiver duo in Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson. And speaking of Terry McLaurin, I do believe Terry McLaurin is going to step up and have a good game. I don't know about 100, 115, 130-yard performance, but he'll probably get somewhere around five, six receptions for around 70, 75 yards. Maybe he scores a touchdown. Um, Logan, Logan Thomas, I don't know if Logan Thomas is going to play. I mean, the concussion issue, that's still going to be a concern, but – I, I just don't. I, I just don't. I just don't see it. Yes, I understand, Patrick. Again, playing with pace and control clock, and that's something that the Commanders need to do. Win the turnover battle. Have time of possession. You know, if we win the time of possession, we have a pretty good chance of actually winning this game. But our old line going up against that Eagles D line. I'm going to be concerned for Sam Howell. And, uh, and if I'm Ron Rivera or Eric Bieniemy, if Sam Howell continuously gets hit, I'm going to have to throw in Jacoby Brissett into this game. I'm going to have to consider throwing Jacoby Brissett in this game because how much more punishment can Sam Howell take? I mean, it looks really bad for him at this point in his career right now. He can't last in the NFL that long, getting constantly hit like that. And he, he's not that big of a quarterback. Sam Howell's about six feet, six one, 225 pounds. And I'm afraid that if he continues getting hit the way like he is, I'm not sure he's going to last that long in the NFL. Um, but Sam Howell, he, he's going to have to play a lot better. He's going to have to help out the offensive line a lot. So I just have I, – I, I just need to see it. I just need to see – Sam Howell just take care of the – you know, 
not get too many mistakes, just getting rid of the ball fast. Well, that's how I really have Washington. And like I said, with Washington's defense, Chase Young and Montez Sweat. Now, I've been hyping so much about Chase Young and Montez Sweat so much. They have to get after um, Jalen Hurts. They have to find a way to get after the Eagles' O-line. And as far as with De'Ron Payne and Jonathan Allen, they have to do their part as far as getting after Jalen Hurts, but they have to neutralize the run. That's the only ways that I see the commander's defense helping out. And then our secondary, man, our secondary has been also at times a struggle because we've given up big explosive plays. Like, we gave up the big explosive touchdown, I think, to Gabe uh, Davis last week against Buffalo. And we saw the game against Denver. We saw them giving up deep balls to Marvin Mims. Washington's secondary is going to have to step up. Emmanuel Forbes is going to have to step up as well. Curl has to step up. So what is Jack Del Rio? What is Ron Rivera? What is our defense going to have to do in order to contain, uh, contain Brown and Smith? And also Dallas Goddard. Now, do we have a chance of doing that? Yes, because, again, Jalen Hurts hasn't been playing his best efficient football compared to what we saw last season. But if Jalen Hurts doesn't have that great of a performance, I just don't see. I, I, I just see the Eagles constantly relying on the running game as much. So that's how I look at it. Um. Another subject that I wanted to talk about with the commanders now that I'm done with my predictions. Um, I've talked about this. I really wish I don't this, but I must, of course. Um, NAGA, which is the Native American Guardians Associations Group, they have sued uh, the Washington commanders for defaming them. Um, this is um, from an article that I'm reading from Newsweek.com. It says the claim arises in part from an allegation that a commander's employee called the group, quote, fake in a conversation with a former owner of a luxury suite at FedEx Field. And of course, um, the lawsuit alleges that the commanders have worked with the NCAI American Indians to remove the former name and not bring it back. Now, of course, the Native American Guardians Association, their motive their purpose is for the commanders to bring back the previous name, which was called Redskins. Not only that, they also want to bring back the old mascot, the old logo of the football team. Look, I, I've said it before, and I've said it numerous times, folks. I don't think that the commanders should bring back the old name Redskins, because if you look it up, in the word dictionary, it's defined as a slur. Now, there are going to be studies that show that, like going back to the Washington Post back in 2016, in which most Native Americans don't find the name offensive. But there's going to be other studies that actually do show that the name is offensive. Like if you read a study going back to the University of California, Berkeley, this was in February of 2020. And they actually did a really legit study on this. 49% of Native Americans who identify themselves as Native Americans agree or strongly agree that the name is offensive. Meanwhile, 38% don't find it offensive. 
Meanwhile, 13% either are undecided or indifferent. So there's going to be studies that do so. That study does that does contradict um, the Washington Post's poll or study or survey about Native Americans not finding them as offensive. Look, I'm just going to keep it a long story short. No matter, even if most Native Americans don't find a name offensive, regardless, if the name is offensive to some or few, then I think if you're Washington, you should not bring back the old name. You shouldn't. You shouldn't bring back the old name because I think it's just going to be a problem. I still think people are going to be offended. You know, we're just in a different time. We're just in a different era right now. I've said if the commanders, if they want to change the name from commanders to something else, that is fine with me. I've said before that the name should have been changed. It's like a soccer name, in my opinion. But I'll restate my position. If those in the Native American community do find the name offensive, then I think that should be enough. Go with a different name. Go with something else that that fans from D.C. or everyone else who are strong Washington fans come up with a different name that they can be proud of. But bringing back the old name, no, I don't think so. Um, I also want to read this last paragraph from um, an article that I'm reading from Pro Football Talks, um, Mike Florio. This is what he said in his last paragraph regarding the lawsuit and in terms of the commanders going back to the old name and logo. It says, for now, it seems highly unlikely if slash when pressure mounts. However, Harris and his partners have only themselves to blame for opening Pandora's box. If they hadn't blurted out the name in the euphoria arising from the departure of Snyder, referencing Dan Snyder, it's likely none of this would have happened. Good point in that regard. But no, I don't think that the name should be brought back. I think I've already moved on. I think the name is offensive. Now, again, there are a lot, there's going to be some, if not a lot of Native Americans who may not find it offensive, but there's going to be those who do find it. If it's too conflicted, if it's too divisive, no, I, I'm not going to go back and bring back the old name. I'm just going to change it and move on to something else. That's all I'm going to leave it on in that and that regard. So, folks, that concludes the rest of the Commander's Demand episode. Like I said, folks, my predictions. Oh, oh, I forgot my pick for the game between the Commanders versus Eagles. The Eagles are going to win this one, hands down. The Eagles are going to win this one, hands down. I think they're going to win 23 to 13. I think the commander's offense, they're going to have a hard time generating points because, like I said before, I think the Washington's O-line, they're going to have a hard-ass time protecting Sam Howell. And I think it's going to be one of those games saying how is going to be running for his life. I just don't think that Washington's O-line is good enough to protect them. 
So I'm going to go with the Eagles 23 to 13. I think Washington's defense will play a little bit better compared to what they were last week. Still in all, that's not going to be enough in order for them to get the win. So 23-13. If Washington has any chance to win this game, like I said, despite the fact that the Eagles lead the NFL as far as rushing, uh, rush defense, neutralizing the run, you have to run the ball more, and you have to get Brian Robinson more involved with the offense if you are Eric the enemy. Because if that is working for you, why go against it? Because if you look at Sam Howell right now, him getting constantly hit, him getting constantly sacked, it's not working. It's really not. You, you know, you're just putting a lot of pressure, a lot of expectations on a young quarterback. And I just don't think he, at this point in his career, can handle it. I mean, this is his first year as a starter. He's still understanding. He's still trying to get familiar with the offense. He's still learning. He's still growing. If you want to put your quarterback in the best position possible, you just have to do a better job of protecting him. And you just have to run the ball more. And if you cannot find a way to protect Sam Howell, then I'm sorry. You may have to put in Jacoby Brissett. And it doesn't matter. And also, he, and, and, and I may be unsure about that with Jacoby Brissett. It doesn't matter who you have at quarterback for the commanders. If that O-line cannot protect any quarterback, no matter who the quarterback is, I'm sorry. You're asking for an awful lot. And you're going to lose. So that's how I look at it. But anyway, folks, that concludes the rest of Commander's Demand podcast. Uh, I'll be back home tomorrow morning, uh, tomorrow night. Uh, don't worry, folks. Post-game reaction will be Monday morning at 11 a.m. And I'll be back in for Commander's Demand Wednesday, 9.30 for my predictions for week five and much more. But anyway, folks, it's your boy Sports PSP. Y'all enjoy the rest of y'all day. And as usual, God bless.